Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach. And in this episode, I want to talk about the importance of focusing on your long-term goals and how to do it, right? How to approach it. Now, before I fully get into things, I would like to take the opportunity to invite you to subscribe. Uh, that way you get all the various lessons and episodes that I put out right when I put them out. Thank you if you just did, and thank you if you already were. It truly does mean a lot to me, as I hope it does to you. So let's talk about this. You know, the, the fact of the matter is that uh, for me, when I, when I consider short-term goals, um, they're not even really goals, right? Like short-term goals um, really should serve in terms of that long-term focus. But oftentimes, you know, um, the old cliche of like, it's not a marathon, it, it, it's a marathon, not a sprint, um, you know, can be quite daunting. And the notion of fear, doubt, perhaps jealousy and envy come into play with all of this, right? Uh, you can even say the aspect of uh, imposter syndrome, perhaps, right? All these different things. And so when that sort of comes, uh, there's all these different forces that offer you a quick hit of, of you know, this adrenaline, adrenaline or whatever you want to call it, right? Um, certainly through social media, um, among other ways you can do it, um, you know, uh, just making decisions that aren't in alignment with your priorities and so forth, uh, can offer you just this jolt of like, okay, cool. You know, um, that's like retail therapy. That's why, you know, it's a term. Um, that's why like just, it's just, uh, binge watching TV shows, um, binge eating, you know, binge drinking, anything really with like binge in, in it, um, is a byproduct of avoiding, uh, long-term stuff or can be at least right. It's not on the surface, you know, binging a TV show is certainly not insidious. It is insidious when, um, you're not living up to, um, you know, your responsibilities. And so as with all things that I really kind of talk about, it's not, as I said, it's not on the surface that this is bad or you shouldn't do these things. You know, like I certainly post to social media. I certainly do um, these sort of lessons. And you can think of those as like short-term um, things. Uh, but for me, I always have to check myself to make sure like whenever I post something on social media or whenever I'm doing something that... Uh, regardless if, if all of a sudden it starts getting a lot of comments or it starts getting a lot of likes, that I remain focused on my long-term goal. Because ultimately, you know, um, that sort of stuff it, it is not going to be the longevity of your career. You know, certainly if your aspiration is to be a writer, then you have to write. It might be great to write a well-crafted um, post and things like that. Um, but it's, if anything, it's, it's, it, and that, that could be great, but it's doing that consistently, right? Um, sometimes as Stephen Pressfield would say, we, we end up with shadow careers, meaning careers that, uh, for example, he talks about like, you know, um, it doesn't have to just be this, but, but the idea of like, when you, when you think of like rock and roll, right? Like, uh, this, this band, you know, successful band. Well, one of the things that perhaps stereotypically comes into mind is the aspect of like partying and drinking. So a shadow career could be the idea of um, 
doing a lot of drinking and partying, but you're not really producing the music, right? So you've taken uh, focus away from the actual thing um, that you supposedly want to be doing, right? So that's when I talk about the idea of long-term goals, that's what we have to be mindful of so we don't enter these shadow careers uh, looking to just get this quick fix um, of, of adrenaline or, you know, this so-called high, right? It doesn't have to be an actual, like, drug high, but just this mental high of, you know, whatever else it may be of just engagement to make us feel good in the moment. But really, um, again, just look at your life and what do you want to be? Do you want to be... Do you want to be an actor? Do you want to be a writer? Do you want to be a director? Do you want to be a painter? You know, what, 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 what are the things, a musician, what are the things that you want to be doing? And make sure that, you know, on, on the trajectory of your life, that you're progressing in that way and making moves towards that, not just towards the quick hits, the, the things that yield uh, supposedly quick results, but, um, you know, it's, it's easy come, easy go type of thing. Um, you know, for example, like for me, as I, as I may mention, doing these sort of episodes could, in theory, be a quick hit for me, right? It, there's an, uh, it's, they're, they're easy to produce for me, relatively speaking. You know, I put them out. I feel good of like, oh, I've done X, Y, and Z. That's cool, you know. Uh, and certainly there's a much more immediate reaction uh, in terms of people liking it, people commenting, and so forth, versus something like uh, making my first movie, you know, Love Market, which, by the way, is now available to stream on Amazon. Uh, link is provided for you down below. But anyway, I digress. Um, but nonetheless, I had to, you know. Um, anyway, uh, something like that, you know, which ultimately, you know, took months to write, and then months of planning, and then, you know, about a month of filming, and then a couple months of editing, right? You know, in reality, that was a year just to get the movie done, and then um, to get it through the film festival circuit, and then to get it distributed, right? That's that's a long time. And, you know, it becomes, it becomes difficult in those scenarios to really... Uh, really think about the milestones along the way and to celebrate those victories. Now, obviously, you should celebrate the victories along the way uh, because just writing a script in general is a big accomplishment. Um, that's also, then, that's why you have rap parties because to film a movie is a huge accomplishment. And then you have the premiere um, in that sense because it's, it's a time to celebrate the work that everyone's put in, both on screen and off screen. And... Uh, yeah, once the movie's finally out there, like it is in this sense, um, you know, that's the culmination of it all. But even then, you know, certainly, like, for me, firsthand experience, like, with the pandemic, it was participating in film festivals, and it won some various film festivals, but I wasn't there to see the crowd reactions and so forth, and now certainly it's available on Amazon, um, and people can watch it and so forth, and it's not like I'm seeing their immediate reaction either. So, really... You have to, you know, in order to stick with the long term, you have to love what you're doing, right? That's why uh, it, it's, it's about defining what it is that you actually want in life. You know, a musician, a painter, a poet, a writer, a director, an actor, and so forth. All the, any of those things are fine um, and they're worthwhile pursuits, but, you know, only you can define that and keep going towards that, you know? 
Um, and yes, it doesn't mean like, listen, at the, at the same time, one of the frustrations that comes up for a lot of people is like, oh, I, I really, you know, I want to be an actor, but I'm not doing it full time. And I got to get to that point where I'm doing it full time. It's like, listen, just find ways to do it. You know, I love filmmaking and it's certainly not my full time job, but I find ways to do it, you know, on the side and where it's meaningful to me and so forth. Um, and who knows, it might never be my full time job. Uh, to be a film director, but that's okay, you know? The fact that I can scratch that itch, that to me is worth it, and I can, you know, put out something into the world that I'm proud of, and it features the talents of people that I know, that to me is enough, you know? So we gotta, in some sense, part of it is divorcing yourself from the outcome, and just, you know, as cliche as it is, doing it for the love of it, Um, you know? And because I promise you, if you just continue doing it, it will resonate with people. I mean, that's this is kind of a, a, a tangential thing, and I don't want to spend too much time on it, but, you know, the fact that there are 8 billion people in the world, you know, I don't care if you have 200 million, 300, 500 million followers on whatever platform, that still means that 7.5 billion people, in theory, don't know who the hell you are, right? So the fact of the matter is, instead of focusing on how many people aren't, you know, are following you or so forth, like, focus... Uh, Focus on the people that are and keep providing them value. You know, um, find your audience. Like there's a great story about um, this painter. Forgive me, I don't know her um, her name off the top of my head, but I'll link to an interview with Elaine Pofeld um, where, we, where she mentions this artist. And, you know, this is a painter who was going to art galleries and kind of doing the traditional route and just you know, maybe a painting would sell for like a hundred bucks and so forth. But eventually she switched up her tactics and was like, let me just go after my audience. You know, the, the people who would appreciate the stuff that I do and through Facebook and Facebook marketing and so forth found her audience. And now literally those paintings, one, one painting sells for like $30,000. Um, and that was years ago. Maybe they're selling more for like $50,000. I don't know. Right. But that, that's the incredible part about it is when you focus on the people that do appreciate your stuff, um, you can build a nice little niche audience. Um, and again, that's part of, that's part of what helps you with the long-term goal. Um, and, and what, what sustains it is that you don't have to stop focusing on all the things you don't have, focus on the stuff that is there, you know, and use those as building blocks um, in a way. And I, I, and by the way, I caution you not to think of it as disingenuous of like, don't think of them as true stepping stones of, of like, okay, well, you know, I'll just utilize these people until um, I get to the next level and to the next level. No, no, no. I, I mean, with your projects, you know, um, like it's, it's, you know, ultimately, I guess what I'm saying is you shouldn't think of people as, uh, you know, utilities. You should really, you know, provide them to the best of your abilities with the value that, that you hope to bring them, right? No different than like the value that I tr- try to bring to you through each and every one of these episodes. Sometimes I keep it lighthearted. Sometimes, you know, we go deep and stuff like that, but I try to always bring something, you know, different uh, than what, than what other people might be saying or what other people are saying, but just saying it in a different way, right? Because I think the message that uh, the messenger is equally as important as the message. You know, that's another one of my like long-term things. So anyway, the, 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 the idea being that, you know, to, to kind of s- summarize things, um, 
don't lose focus of your long term because there's a lot of things um, and a lot of, if nothing else, a lot, I've heard a lot of successful people talk about this. There's a lot of things that are going to be on the road pulling at you to get you off that road. And I've certainly experienced it in my own life in various capacities where, you know, it's like, ooh, this sounds really good and this could be a quick short-term hit and so forth. But it's like, will it, as, again, as cliche as it might sound, will it fulfill your soul? And if the answer is no, then, you know, stick to what you're doing. You know, or maybe, you know, and it's not to say you can't do these things. Like if an opportunity comes along, um, like for example, there's a friend that I have, uh, he really wants to host, but now he's doing a job within producing. And I said, this actually does fit your long-term goal um, when you really sit back because you're learning the producing, producing aspect of it and that will make you a better host. And at first he didn't believe me, but now six months into it, he's like, I see what you were saying and so forth. And, you know, it's not a job that he'll have forever, but... For you know, certainly, certainly at least a year. Certainly, I, I imagine probably two years, maybe three. Um, it will continue to bring him value, um, and so you know, it's not a step backwards when it fits into the larger whole. But you know, you have to kind of make that determination um, for yourself, right? So, all in all, just always give pause to things. Um, don't do them just because you know it's an adrenaline rush or a quick fix. Um, do it because you thought about it and it makes sense to you and it aligns with your priorities, right? That's the message of this episode. Um, thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening. Um, as always, if you have any questions, comment down below or hit me up on social media at Phil Tech and, you know, let's have a dialogue. Um, I certainly would love to hear your thoughts on things um, from that perspective. Anyway, thank you. I appreciate you. I hope to see you next time.